This is a Four Sevens Network podcast. Foursevens.com. The Sniffer. Hello, Nora. Hi, Kath. <laughs> what? I've got a special story for you. Are we in ratings? You're doing a lot of stunt stories these days. What do you mean by stunt stories? <laughs> well, like you're sne- surprising me with things and... Oh, is know. that a stunt? Oh, it's the condom. It's, <laughs> you haven't forgot about the spray-on <laughs> condom. Well, you know what a control freak I am. Oh, I have a little joke for that. You, you ready? Somebody told me a joke. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Control freak. Now you say control freak who? Control freak who? <laughs> <laughs> a good knock-knock joke. You do. I do, too. People don't tell jokes as much as they used to, though. No, no. Anyway, I have... I have another portable home story! Woohoo! <laughs> it's a completely sustainable home, and you can go and see it at sustain.ca. It's called the Mini Home, and I saw one. Oh, really? I went and visited one. Unfortunately, the guy had left by the time I arrived, so I couldn't get in, but I, you know, hopped up and peeked in the windows. It was adorable. Really? It was like this super chic little mobile home, and it was on, and it is, a, it is truly a mobile home. You can, if you've got a, a truck that, you know, will, um, has enough horsepower, you can drag this really super chic, I guess it would probably be about maybe 600 square feet. No, maybe no, more like four. That's big, yeah. More yeah. like four. But, oh, it was so nice. It had, and they had con- considered, like, every single nook and cranny. It, was, it just looked like something out of um, Dwell mm-hmm. or uh, Wallpaper mm-hmm. and that you would drag around. But what I find so interesting is the idea that you spend the money on this thing and you can take it. It sort of completely changes the idea of where you might live, you know? Like, maybe yeah, one year you, you could have a cottage. one week and... It might be kind of expensive to drag it that far with the gas, but imagine if um, one winter you rented a spot down south mm-hmm. and you put it down there and you went down a few times, or maybe you stayed down there for a few months, or one summer you had a cottage, like maybe some friends had a cottage, you could go and park it there. You know, I have park to say, it. I have been uh, slagging you a bit about all these um, prefab stories that you've had, but this one actually seemed like a really good idea. Like, unlike some of the other ones, you know, you need a crane, crane. to lower yeah. the top of a building. This actually seemed, in addition to feeding into the survivalist element of my personality, because the, the cool thing about it is you can live off the grid. Completely. It's, it, it's got solar to, panels on it, yeah. and you have to pay extra, but it's got a wind turbine goes whoop, mm. sticks up out of the top it looked really good looking and it actually because it's on wheels you could actually imagine it being something that you could conceivably as you say use as a you know a second home now oh, yeah. it's one hundred forty thousand dollars and you might end up having to base 107 oh okay. i went through actually and i added a whole bunch of the stuff on that i wanted um so when i got it up to 142 but still that is way cheaper than building a real house you're going to want to be in there with somebody you really love. Like, I don't think it would... They, they were sort of pushing it for family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, two adults and a kid could Pretty sleep in the loft. Yeah, because you go up the stairs and there's a loft. Now, you'd be able to sit up in the bed, and it's really just has enough space for, like, it looks like a queen-size bed. And it's got little windows on either side, and you can sort of sit up and peek out. Mm-hmm. The bathroom looks adorable, and the kitchen is very spacious, and there's even a little work area. So you can either sort of have, like, a little hangout chill area in the living room, mm-hmm. or you can pop this desk up. And then you've got a really nice um, workspace. 
The thing is, it wouldn't be bad for that kind of thing if you lived in a warm climate. Like you might, you if you're if it's January and you're all staring at each other in your 400 yeah. foot thing, it might start to drive you a bit crazy. But but I did think I thought the fact that it was uh, sustainable architecture was very cool, and it was and designed for extreme climate. It was not something mm. that was designed just for you know being down south. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I thought, thought it was neat. And it's a Canadian company, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah sustain.ca. But I thought it was great, you know, with the, anything that's got solar panels and wind turbine. I'm like, ooh, I'm there. Well, so, I actually have a prefab story for you. See how ah! giving I've been? I'm on my back. <laughs> Bring me the heart home defibrillator, Nora. <laughs> I wonder what's happening with that home defibrillator. <laughs> I'm all about the giving. Give, give, give. Uh, I saw oh, this yeah. and I thought Kathy would be interested in knowing this, although I'm not sure that it's it's not as cool as the thing that you're talking about. Uh, IKEA is actually getting into the prefab housing oh, market. Swedish for making lots of money. Yeah, they have a, a plan in place to build uh, 500 homes, all the same, it looks like, across the UK. Uh, and it's called the Bach Lock. Presumably, it would offer a lot of the, the sort of brand value that IKEA offers, which mm-hmm. is a pretty high style quotient for not very much money, and you know, smart design and clean assembly and so on. And I have to say, having seen people who have got things like, you know, not just the stupid chair that you get for your first apartment, but kitchen cabinetry and stuff. Oh, from it's Ikea. beautiful they, stuff. They do actually some pretty good actually, stuff. Actually, IKEA did the stuff on for the sustain for the mini home. They did the kitchen. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I think just like you look at how many stories that I brought along those lines of the prefab housing right around the world. It's coming. Yeah. It's yeah. and and I think it's at least in North America it's coming because like now if you buy into a subdivision, you are buying like a, in a lower end house, you are buying a, tw- a house that's not going to last longer than 25 years. They're designed to last the life of a mortgage. So why not really? get some Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I have to say, you know, I uh, was in a newly constructed home recently, and not a cheap newly constructed home. And you could hear like everything. I felt like it was made out of balsa wood or something. Like yeah. the, do- the, you know, the uh, compared to like where I live, which is yeah. like a hundred over 130 years old, and the the staircase and everything, they're like heavy, and it's not an expensive. Like it wasn't a house that was built for rich people. It's just that they made things out of better wood or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's true. So I, I don't know. I, I really think it's really exciting. And people just sort of, there's this sort of element of being nomads too, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Now, these are sort of geared towards younger buyers, but uh, I think it would be a great idea because they just, it's almost like you, cra- you get your house and then you just go and you find a, a chunk of land yeah. to stick it on. Yeah. You could stick I your house, you could put your home on ca- Crown land. See how long it would take for them to come and get you. <laughs> or else seize your house. That, mm, that wouldn't be so great. You have large, the I'd have large problem dogs. is you don't have like commonage like that. You know, like in uh, Ireland, when I lived in Ireland a million years ago. You lived in people, Ireland? Yeah, not for a long time, for a period of several months. They have this sort of common area and people can like park their caravans, as they call them, on the common mm-hmm. land. But I don't think you can do that here. No. So that that would be the only downside of that thing is if you end up having to live like cheek by jowl with a million other people in RVs. <laughs> yeah, and it is sort of but a you're whole right. new way I mean, to look at RVs. But you're right. If you want RV. to go to the bush, it's off the grid. Why not? Who's yeah. to stop you? I think mm-hmm. it's very cool. Anyway, okay. Well, I guess that's it. That is it. We're blathering on way too long. People should write in and complain. What? That's not that long. It's not that long. Okay, bye. Bye.